3: These are the times I'm like, man, I hope you're listening on an old school a.m. Yeah. Just bump, you're just bumping down the road on six ten a.m. Not listening on the app right now. You're doing it old school. And that AM's bumping in your it car. It is, man. And you're I turning hope. it up for some Waylon yeah. Jennings, yeah. baby.
4: Speaking of Waylon Jennings, you finally watched the documentary of the We Are the World, right?
3: Yeah. 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 My wife and I sat down and watched it yesterday. The kids popped in and out, asked random questions. Yeah. The, 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 the <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, the I don't get it is like, like, okay, really just, big, right? Just, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. Our friend Gina down in I Montgomery, needed... Texas,
4: watched it as well. And everybody walked away with the same thing. Why was Dan Aykroyd there again? <laughs> well, he was a blues brother. <laughs> Well, no, but I, there's actually yeah. a story behind this, because once that dropped last week, everybody was wondering the same thing. Like Dan Aykroyd, why was he there? So here's the story of what happened, right? You And about- then you
3: mentioned Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings famously walked out of the, he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't handle it. He's like, this is ridiculous. I'm out. Yeah. It's going to take too long. And right. they basically did, did the We Are the World in one night. Yeah, from like 10 p.m. And, and to over, 7 a.m. And overnight after an award show, right? When they're supposed to be out partying and doing whatever. After the Grammys, they, they went, went and did it. Yeah. They went and did the the uh, the We Are the World, and it, unlike a lot of times where you do something like this, you'd take weeks to put it together, or whatever. Right. And literally, it did it in an overnight. It was exactly. Crazy. So they it was got unbelievable. going. Unbelievable. And- People are starting to kind of, kind of wane in and out because it was like kind of taking a while. And Waylon Jennings, like, just bolted. Yeah, just done. He was out. Like, that's why I said, speaking of Waylon <laughs> yeah, Jennings, yeah, right? Yeah, which is
4: funny. I did, I'd never do that story. Right. It's a, it's 90 minutes. Again, it's a quick watch. Do yourself a favor and watch it. But the Dan Aykroyd thing, to me, like, my friend Evan and I are texting, What the hell is Dan Aykroyd doing here? And then somebody did a deep dive. And Dan Aykroyd tells the story. He, he was at a hotel or wherever he was supposed to be meeting somebody behind door A. And ended up walking behind door B. And door B were all these guys getting ready to go do this. We are the world. And it was like, come along. And it was almost like Kramer, like, but I don't even work here. You know, like, and so Dan Aykroyd ended up in that video because he was at this hotel supposedly meeting somebody else and ended up in the wrong room. And they're like, hey, you can be part of this too. And Dan Aykroyd's like, all right, I guess sure. I am a singer. I am
3: a blues brother, so yeah. why not?
4: But it was just really bizarre to see him in that
3: thing. And then it seemed like he was really kind of just hanging out to it, like through the whole thing. Yeah, like they showed him like late in the process, they were kind of sending people home at certain points of time. Like if right. he didn't do a solo, they sent you home, and then he looked like he was hanging out, like taking it in. Yeah, because he was like not yeah. supposed to be there. Yeah, you yeah. know, Bruce Springsteen, I thought was probably, really good. Probably Huey. was also working his old Saturday Night Live hours, which is yeah, which, of which night is normal. So yeah, that's like, true. Go to bed. What are you talking about? Yeah. We're, we're up
4: Cindy Lopper was fantastic yeah. was in that thing. So that, I, I that was really it. good, man. You got to give yourself a favor. From the it.
3: 913, best thing about my new car is the HD radio. I can swag surf in high <laughs> definition <laughs> thanks to 106.5 HD2, baby. <laughs> nice. That's That's I like it. That's good. I do like that a lot. Uh Someone says, I'm 60. I'm swag surfing in my semi around Kansas City from the 816. Perfect. Yeah, you swag surf wherever. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's in. No matter how ridiculous you look doing it, you do it. That's that's
4: no one cares how ridiculous you look because
3: it's fun. Them's the rules. You got to get past the I look ridiculous type of stuff and just embrace it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, weirdly enough, the biggest story of the week so far involving the Chiefs is something that doesn't even impact their game. Yeah. And it's Eric Bieniemy, right? Exactly. Now, does it sound like he put the win one for the Gipper speech together? Look that one up Sounds kids. like it, Google right? It. Yeah. Um, at the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. it certainly does because the story going around yesterday um, with with James Palmer, we knew he was at the hotel and went and and saw the players. Right. I'd I'd heard that when we arrived, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Brandon's even around." Yeah, that's kind of cool. And you had said that to me. I'm like, "Oh, so he was in the lobby
4: eating dry that's... snacks? How
3: you doing? Give him bro hugs." Yeah, done. Because the hotel is kind of a gathering spot; F- friends and family go and and meet the players and. Uh, You know, there are fans or whatever that are there. And I thought, well, Eric, maybe is going to stop by. He lives in the D.C. metro and mm-hmm. he's going to say hi to everybody. That's kind of cool. Sweet. Yeah. You know, according to James Palmer of NFL Network, then yesterday said he was in the meetings yeah. before the AFC title game, spent time with some offensive players. And then it's believed he's kind of gave the rah-rah. Saturday night speech. Yeah, Andy Reid uh, addressed this thing yesterday
4: or the day before uh, on, on Eric Bieniemy being there.
5: Eric Bien-Aimé, um have you had a chance to talk to him by chance, and what do you think his coaching future is?
2: And also just wanted to double check that Dan Kilgore is going to practice <laughs> Oh, no. Today. I did. He
5: actually came in and talked to our team um, before our last game, so he uh, uh, talked to the offensive guys, and hung out with us, uh, in our meetings. So I have had a chance to talk to him. Um, and he's, he's still up for a couple jobs. Yeah. What do you think his future is in coaching? And would there be a spot on your staff if it doesn't work out for him somewhere else? Yeah, I, I can't answer the last part because I have no spot right now. Um, uh, uh but I, I, would tell you, I think his. um, coaching future is great i mean i'm obviously a big fan of his and i know the things that he he
2: can do and also just wanted to double check that dan kilgore is going to practice hey, and he didn't answer that
3: no so that was he weird not, no. that was that was weird they got asked yeah. was there i can't yeah.
2: he's just
4: asking that question everywhere he That's goes right? everybody's got their thing i mean this
5: eric biennemi um have you had a chance to talk to him by chance and what do you think his coaching future is
2: and also just wanted to double check that dan kilgore is going to practice today <laughs> yeah
5: he actually
4: came in and... oh man Andy really didn't say a whole lot of anything there
3: well i do think the acknowledgement that he like came and said in meetings yeah weird. weird he's a guest
4: but you know what you take all the minds you can get at this and point so, in the season
3: right uh i interpreted that as he's a he was a welcome guest not just a oh hey good to see you yeah here's some of the players whatever yeah we got to get to meetings coach good catching up with you yeah like one one of those take
4: care see you later
3: i'm not in a rude way but this is like you don't work here right right so the fact that they, like, brought him into meetings, I did find interesting. Like, Very that's, interesting. That's, that's more than a guest meeting people in the lobby.
4: But, again, at this point in time, you're pulling out all the stops, right? You're, you're doing everything you possibly can, and maybe EB saw something in the offense that they weren't thinking about. Like, to me, it's it's all about having as many parts of the, the brain working with different people as you possibly can. Like, you know, we, we talk for a living, but I think the most important thing that we do – in our jobs is listen. And and I think sometimes what? people forget what was that. that. Listen, mm. listen. Oh, it's sorry. one of the most important things anybody can do. I was thinking do. about talking. Right? You, you're, exactly. You're thinking about other things. You're not listening. And Eric Bieniemy clearly, Josh, brings a fresh perspective on this yeah. offense. You know, he hasn't been around this team all year and watched him, obviously, in the postseason. Maybe he brings something different. So it never hurts to have as many people as you possibly can watching something and giving you in, but people that you trust, yeah. you know, I com- I'm comparing
3: it to the Raul Obanians.
4: That's a great comparison. When the Royals, like that.
3: Thank you. When the Royals brought him and basically, and he just went and told everybody they were great. Do you guys know how good you are? Do you guys know right. what people think about you outside this build? You know, it was, it was, it was just kind of a rah-rah thing where he's just like, don't you know how good you are? Right. Go get him. I feel like that, that was that was what Eric Fiedemey's role turned out to be for the AFC Championship. Yeah, like the hell with these guys over here. I've been watching you, you guys yours. from afar yeah. all year. You guys are still the same team that I left. Don't forget about that. You are champions. You have the DNA of Champions. Let's go. Yeah, right. One of those. Niv-high I can high football that. rules. Yeah. <laughs> I look that one up too, kids. <laughs> I, was just, I, I just try. Uh, creative question asked of one Travis Kelsey by, by some reporter that really Very gave it a shot. He asked Travis Kelsey who he thought would get a ring first, the Niners or Taylor Swift.
6: <laughs> I'm
3: hoping I get this ring on Sunday. I know that. That is a great effort. I'll give you the yeah. the, the applause for the uh, for the attempt at the end of round. <laughs> but what a great
4: answer by Travis yeah. too. That you yeah. see why Travis Kelsey's the best at what he does. Yeah, he right? Didn't, he didn't. He flinch. didn't flinch nope. at all.
3: <laughs> I'm hoping I get this ring on Sunday. I know that. <laughs> the next question. <laughs> yeah. Nice attempt. That's a really that's a really solid attempt. Very at good. Very it. nicely done it. by you. Yes. I love it. Today's an, uh, uh, a sad anniversary. Yeah, the anniversary. Involving the, involving the Chiefs.
4: Passing a Derek Thomas this day in, in, in 2000. And, you know, it, I I see this every year, and every year I get more and more like, wow. He was only 33 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I keep forgetting. Like, I think when you're younger and people are in their 30s and 40s, you picture them as so much older, right? Especially when you watch them play and you're a kid. And to see that Derek Thomas was only 33 years old when he passed away, you know, you you think to yourself, man, uh, obviously a life taken way too soon. And I know all uh, of Chiefs Kingdom has been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, but how fitting is it that it is Super Bowl 58 this year? Like if there's a number that is more synonymous with the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm not sure what it is. Maybe 15 eventually gets there, Uh, you know, but but I still think right now, if you talk to any Chiefs fan and you mention 58, every single person understands Derek Thomas. Thomas, and I think we all had that same thought immediately after beating the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to play Super Bowl 58, and that was DT's number right around the anniversary of his passing, and so you go out there, and, and you look at this one, and I think it's poetic justice, man, 58, the Chiefs playing in the Raiders' stadium,
3: too, like, this
4: is this has got I, written all over I it. don't
3: mind all of the stars aligning on these. I don't either. This is great. I don't yeah, either. I is is love great. it. This is great. Uh, Alex Gold's going to check in for his normal Gold Lock segment, but he's going to join us live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Alex will join us next.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart
4: I wake up every Thursday singing that song.
3: It's one of my favorites. I'm just curious if he's lost all of his own money. He's been out there nearly a week now. Alex Gold from Cody and Gold, 10 to 2 weekdays, of course, right here on 610 Sports Radio. And that betting show. Which one? That one on 610 Sports Radio as well joins us live from Vegas. Alex, good morning.
6: Hey, what's going on, guys? Good morning. Good to be on with you. And uh, very fitting, right, that we've been talking sports betting all year, and uh, we, we happen to be in, in Vegas all week long. There are definitely worse uh, worse situations to be in.
4: Well, I hear it's 20 degrees colder there than it is here, and we you <laughs> yeah. can gamble from your couch on the phone. So I don't know That's what true. Vegas brings to me that I don't have here in you, Kansas City, right?
6: You know what, Bob? To your point, I'll give, I'll give you credit for that because Thank you. it's actually better to bet in Kansas than Vegas. I know that a lot of people are like, what are you talking also, about? Yeah. Yeah, there are way more betting options mobily in Kansas than in Vegas. So in Vegas, you have to register in person. like You have to walk into the sportsbook, register in person for two of the apps that you can actually use across Las Vegas. So it's just a pain in the rear. And there's not nearly – if you go to the kiosk, even if you walk into one of the books – you don't have the same options. Like some of the the bets that we always talk about and like like some of that stuff doesn't exist in Las Vegas. They have old... Regulations and, and legislation is needs to be updated and stuff. So, believe it or not, uh, I, there are some bets that I would have liked to have made that I cannot make while I'm here.
4: That's that's outstanding. I love the fact that it's better to gamble in Kansas than it is to do it in Las I Vegas. I mean, that's what it's always
6: been said. Yeah, right. <laughs>
4: Everybody's always said go to Kansas always, where the odds I've, are better than Vegas. I've always heard that. Yeah. Um, so let, let's start with this one, okay? Um, but does this, Vegas still have looser slots.
6: Yeah. Dude, who <laughs> has the loosest? <laughs> well, I don't ones? play slots. I'll tell you, last night had the had the worst luck though. We stepped up to a craps table guys uh just you know cash dare put in put in some money craps table, and you know how craps works. you got to put a couple bucks down to get rolling. Right. And, uh, of course, two shooters in a row, first, first crap roll out. crap out or whatever. Yeah. I'll believe it. I'm sure, yeah. it,
4: was, I'm, I'm sure it was Cody. Um, so, he, here's a great <laughs> one for you to start with, okay? Bovada has a prop bet out there where Las Vegas is invaded by aliens, and the Super Bowl ends in a tie at <laughs> plus 100,000. Are you taking that wow. bet?
6: Wow. They know something we don't. I will not be taking that bet. I, I I will not. I don't think that one's ever going to pay out, guys. I, I think the, the the book is safe on that one.
4: Okay. I think for 100000 to one, though, I might as well put a dollar on that one to see if you can't get the alien invasion <laughs> to take over problems the Super if Bowl. if that happens. Well, if we that apples,
6: Bob. We got, you won't be wondering about what kind of money you got in the bank account at that point. We're all screwed.
4: Well, I, I won't be there, so that would be good for me. I'll just cash in my money and run <laughs> to them, our hills. All right, <laughs> so what do you like in this game? What are we looking at? It is the final football game for seven months. We're all going to go into hibernation and wait, wait, rock wait, wait, back wait, wait. and
3: forth. I think the UFL starts in like two
4: weeks. You right? Nobody counts. That's not real football. We'll to rock told me it is. No, it's, it's fake. It's <laughs> fraudulent. It's garbage. Okay, so what, what do we have from a, They're from
3: combining a, the two best
4: spring Leagues oh, Well, c- well that, that's I combining don't... like you and I and <laughs> saying we're the fifth best show instead of the sixth or whatever. So uh, <laughs> next year, next year. year. Um, so what do, what do you have, Alex, for, for this game?
6: Man, there's so many different angles, obviously, to go after. Let's start with the anytime touchdown market. Normally, I actually don't bet anytime touchdowns. I think they're fun bets, but sometimes you can kind of get caught up into uh, overvaluing certain players to score a touchdown. So how about first touchdowns? Here are the players – that had multiple first touchdowns of who's going to get the first touchdown of the game. On the Kansas City side, Isaiah Pacheco had the first touchdown six times this year for the Chiefs. Rasheed Rice had it four times, and then McKinnon twice, and we all know it's, it's he's not going to play. So it's really Pacheco and Rice, the two most likely individuals to get the first touchdown. Travis Kelsey had two of the first touchdowns this year. And then on the 49ers' side, if you're looking for first touchdown bets, McCaffrey had eight of them this season, Ayuk three, Debo three, and Kittle two. So the betting markets would tell you, all right, first touchdown bets, Chris McCaffrey, no surprise, plus 330 to get the first touchdown. And on the Chiefs' side, plus 550, it's Isaiah Pacheco. I think if we look at how these teams likely handle the the coin toss even, we know the Chiefs are going to defer no matter what, even though Tony Romo was surprised in the AFC title game. And, And then when you take a look on the 49ers' side, I still believe they don't want to get off to a slow start like they have the last two playoff games. So I think both teams are going to you know, defer. Therefore, I want to have a bet on each side. So for me, I'm looking at Isaiah Pacheco plus 550 to get the first touchdown, and then I am uh, fine with going with the favorite, Chris McCaffrey, at plus 330. I do think both running backs find the end zone at least once in this game.
4: All right, let's talk about Gatorade color. How do we bet the color of
6: Gatorade? Yeah, so the Gatorade bet is always a fun one. Purple was the color of the Gatorade last year when when the Chiefs won. And so the history uh, of this, purple, Chiefs Super Bowl win. 2020, it was orange when they beat the 49ers. The favorite is purple at plus 275. Orange is plus 325. Blue and yellow, both plus 375. And since 2001, orange overall has been dumped on Super Bowl winning coaches the most. Five times, so it's about 21% of the time. But I actually kind of like red here. Where are you guys at? Because 49ers Ooh. red, Chiefs red. You can get that uh, at plus 400. So 4-1. Four to one. It hasn't been red. Let's see. The last time it was red, you got to go all the way back to pre-2001. It hasn't been red in over 20 years.
4: Okay. Well, I what if it's water? Then is it a wash and everybody gets a, there's a water bet too. There's, there's a
6: cl- Yeah, there's a clear and water. It's been water or clear four times since 2001.
4: Where does lemon lime fall into that category? Because <laughs> if you're judging from TV, it could look
6: clear. Yellow and green. You're right. Yeah, maybe they need to put a little more powder in there. But yellow and green plus 375. I think that's where the uh that's where the lime would be. We haven't had yellow or or lime since 2018. That was the Eagles and their Super Bowl win. You
3: you said purple was last year?
6: Last year officially was purple, purple. for the Chiefs, and that was so, the first time it had been purple since 2012 with the uh, the I New York football giants.
3: Teams are creatures of habit.
6: Yeah. You, oh, you, think, so I'd go, you think they're going right back to purple? I'd go purple.
3: What colors yeah.
5: have
4: been on the sidelines hey, most Klink, of the year?
6: You're, you're on the sideline. Man. That's what we I'm saying. Like
4: Yeah, like like what, what kind of Gatorade do they normally have during the year? I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> what do you do down <laughs> there? I know. Put all, mayo on your hot dog I, and talk to Kay Adams? Like, what goes know, on? I
3: know on the plane, they put a Gatorade bottle on everybody's seat. Yeah. And what and color is I it? I can tell when I, it, we're in the back of the plane, and I can tell the flavors that the players don't like. Because I'm usually oh, getting a lemon the, lime, the, the fruit punch. Oh, the fruit red. punch is great. I know, but nobody likes it anymore. For really? Some yeah. Why? Kids, the kids what? hate it. The kids don't like it. I don't know. Really? Buy that, it sits in our refrigerator. I, wow. I get so all. So you of it. don't like the fruit, fruit punch? I get all punch is the best. And I feel like the players are kids. They want the blue, and they want Arctic that. Blast. I want, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I want the yellow.
4: Yeah.
3: Give me some of the yellow. Okay. Or the or the red. Um, no, red gate blues always. I feel like as they walk, as a as a, you know. Leave the plane. I go up front, and they have all the different colors, and like red gets pushed to the back. I feel like that for some reason the players must not like the fruit punch. The so.
6: only thing that's a bummer, guys, is that in Kansas, I mentioned that's better, you know, for certain bets in in Kansas than than Vegas. But you can actually not bet on the Super Bowl Gatorade color in Kansas. So Can you do uh, it in Missouri? Go. Is that Senator allowing that <laughs> over there? Like well you bet it? offshore. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they prefer that, people can bet offshore and, and you know evade taxes in the state of Missouri, I guess Perfect. they for that. That's so what so I why would do. why yeah. is
3: that one not in Kansas? do you have any idea why it's not available in Kansas?
6: Uh there's different just legislation and, and regulation because but, frankly, the conversation we just had, you know, it's something that can be manipulated a little oh, bit and, okay, okay, and there could yeah, be some insight.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Alex, uh, let's talk some Taylor Swift props. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing more and more and more
6: and more and more and more and more of those by the minute. Where are we on those? Well, there's some fun Taylor Swift theme ones. Not even necessarily directly, hey, will they show her or not, which are uh, obviously all over the place offshore. You're not going to be able to bet on those stateside. But one of the books, uh, actually, that you can use in the state of Kansas has some fun ones. For example, one that is called Friendship Bracelets, and it's Travis Kelsey or Kyle Youchek to score the first touchdown of the game. That is six to one. We all know the backstory with Youchek; his wife had the the the, uh, the jacket that she designed for Taylor Swift, and now got the licensing deal with the NFL. Hmm. Friendship bracelets, Bob. And then how about I like that. I, I like the were...
3: anytime Kelsey. I don't know about the first. Yeah,
6: yeah, that's a little tricky. That's yeah, a little tricky. A little There's another one. That is called I Knew You Were in Trouble, another Taylor Swift reference. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, 150-plus rushing-slash-receiving yards, better plus not. 160. Yeah, we are I in know, trouble. better not. The Chiefs
4: are in trouble. Yeah. Not. yeah, definitely in trouble if that happens, yeah. I
6: hope uh, how about this one? This one you guys will enjoy, and Chiefs fans would love if this actually came to be. Love story, Chiefs to win, Mahomes and Kelsey combined for all the touchdowns, 20-1. to 1. So maybe a lower-scoring game. Three touchdowns, two two touchdown passes to Kelsey. Mahomes runs in another, and the Chiefs win. I kind of like that
4: one. That one sounds doable to me, you know? Chiefs win, and Mahomes and Kelsey are now, responsible,
6: yeah.
3: But it could be a scenario... Just the touchdowns, like did Butker have like five field goals there or something, <laughs> or oh, <laughs> yeah, you could
6: Butker could add it. Butker could add a field goal to that, and all of a sudden touchdowns. Get, yeah, okay. Yeah, you get yeah. to seventeen or twenty or something, and then lastly, uh, all right, hang on this, one second though on that oh, one,
4: Alex. What if yeah. the Chiefs win and Mahomes doesn't have any touchdowns, but Kelsey's the only one with
6: touchdowns? Is that bet That's still combined, cash? right? Yeah, that works. Yeah, I mean, if, some, if, if if somehow that scenario came to be, yes. Yeah.
3: Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get one touchdown. He throws one touchdown, and then Bucker kicks a yeah. ton of field goals yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah if it's a scoring really game, low-scoring game. You you know, still get now- it.
6: six field goals
4: and two touchdowns. I mean, <laughs> yeah, something like that.
6: And then shake it off. 49ers score first. Chiefs win. And we talked about this last week. That's plus 350. But – the, the trends have been that the team that scores first wins the Super Bowl 65% of the times. But the two recent Super Bowl wins for Kansas City, Philadelphia scored first, the 49ers scored first back in 2020, and we all know the Chiefs won both of those. So the Chiefs have uh, shaken off uh, that trend.
4: Is there any any uh, bet for the uh, song Betty? That's my favorite Taylor Swift song. Do we have anything
6: for her. Well, no, unless you buy into the conspiracy our Uber driver had for us today. Yes, great. Please, yes, hearing, yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. He's hearing that. that Taylor Swift is going to show up at halftime and perform with Usher, you know, so that we'll, we'll see if that happens. Oh, that
4: would be good. Is there a bet for that? <laughs>
6: There's not. The world would burn, though. people would you, oh. you would have you'd have old guy, coach, and all that uh, turning off his TV. Tony Dungy
4: would not be happy if Taylor Swift no, showed we, up. No, we
6: have yeah. shirts for Tony Dungy. I haven't seen him around here yet. Today we, we actually got the shirts in. Taylor Swift loves Kansas City shirts uh, that we can hand out, and I'm, I'm looking for Tony Dungy just to hand one to him for you, Bob.
4: Yeah, thank you very much That's for doing that. Work. All right, Alex, before we let you go, what is your lock bet of the Super Bowl?
6: Oh, boy. So there's a couple that I really love. One is Isaiah Pacheco, over 18-and-a-half rush attempts, plus money. So it's an alternate line. It's not the standard line. You can actually bet 18-and-a-half. It's plus 140. I I just think we've all seen how they're running the ball this postseason. I believe he gets 20-plus carries in this game. So I love the over 18-and-a-half. And And then one that has almost been a lock all year, second half under, 23-and-a-half points. So less than 24 points scored combined in the second half i just think this defense is going to play at the high level we've seen all year and we know this offense you know it's it's not an offense that is exactly scoring you know 17 points in the second half
3: well, i would I, I think it's good if they're the under if yeah. it's under in the second half sure they got bodes very very well all uh. right what's well, coming up 10 to 2 today live from vegas
6: yeah thursday should be the busiest day from radio row we do have Dane and hughes though our regular guest stopping by we'll also have uh tony pollard of uh, Dallas Cowboys running back joining us. Jeff Darlington from ESPN and uh, Chase Daniel, NFL analyst. Of course, played with the Chiefs, Missouri Tiger. um, And I didn't wear my KU stuff today. Why? I
4: should have. Yeah, know. you should. You really should have. You have to wear that kind of stuff when you know you're going to have a <laughs> Alex Missouri Tiger. going to ask him about around. picking the booger, isn't he? Yeah, you asked yeah. him about picking his nose. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, So remember that time you picked your nose? Did it taste good? Uh, <laughs> all right, Alex. Thank you very <laughs> have much. Have fun. Thank you, sir. All right, thanks, guys.
3: Josh, I'm going to ask you a question. Alex Gold, 10 to 2 today here on 610 Sports Radio. On that betting show, you can catch the latest episode at 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. I'm going to ask you
4: just a simple yes or no. Would you click on this story? A random oh, guy. Oh,
3: I, I did. I, I was going to answer you yeah, before I, you. Oh, before I probably did. Probably yeah. yes. Okay. Um.
4: Here's here's the headline. Yes. A random guy snuck into the locker room to shower with the Steelers after
3: they won the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, of course I'm clicking on. You're that. You're clicking on You're that, right. right? Yeah. Great get story. Get some details. I'll give you some details. Okay. And uh, uh, don't get cute, Chiefs, Just don't. Please, please, don't get cute. We'll discuss next. Go! Welcome to the Red Kingdom, Red
2: Kingdom. Welcome to the Red Kingdom, Red Kingdom. Welcome to the place where we run it, place really haunted.
5: By number 58, this DT The Great, and we've learned it. Hate and we started sure. no competition the opposition fake. I don't think they really want it.
3: loud is the recipe loud sitting next to me no doubt tech now 9 was out, out in vegas he was there on the opening cheese cheese
4: night break. oh nice
3: so yeah. i don't know if he's staying i don't know if he's staying there all week or he'll be around he but should I'm be a, there always. always huge cheese fan in, in in tech 9 all right you had a headline you wanted me to click on i, I abstained from clicking on it but you can yeah you can the headline is um let me get back up there because I was in the story now. A
4: random guy snuck into the locker room to shower with the Steelers after they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> You're interested in that story, that seem, right? That yeah. seems
3: like there's, yeah, there's more to the story. Right. So, so so a random yeah, this got is, into the locker room.
4: This is a story that took place in the 70s, though. This isn't right. the most recent Steelers Super Bowl, right? Okay. It's like in the 1970s. And so in 2010, Steve Sable of NFL Films spoke to the L.A. Times about the scene inside the Steeler locker room after the game and relayed a tale about a, a pasty white little bald guy who apparently stuck out like a sore thumb. The man in question had gotten into the locker room, taken off all his clothes and was in there showering with the players, even though it was pretty obvious. He It's a part of the team. (laughs) Sable said that mean Joe Green told him he had no idea who the rogue showerer was and even thought that he was like, what's what's going on here? Like, why is this guy in the shower? It seems like the party crasher knew he'd overstayed his welcome. As Sable said, he put his clothes back on, made his way out of the locker room before disappearing into the night. His identity remains a mystery mystery. to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's awesome. Could you
4: imagine that happening now? Actually, I could. There's a lot of commotion and activity after a game. Some rando could potentially get down there.
3: If that does happen this
4: year, interview that person. I
3: will. Okay. It's hard to tell, though, especially after something like this. People do get let in. Yeah, there's a lot of hangers on out there. So It's hard to tell if if they had permission. Yeah.
4: But no, I mean, if if there's a small, bald gentleman showering in the locker room with the team. And nobody knows who that is. You got to interview oh, him. Okay.
3: It's more important than hearing from anybody very, else. Very good. Very good. I enjoyed that story. Yeah, I love how he slithered off into the night.
4: Yeah. Never to be heard never from. Never to be heard
3: from again. Again. I'm sure he's told his great, great, great grandchildren the story, though, and they know. Oh, they know who it is. They They're like, know. that's my dad. Valid question from the 620. Was it the kid in the commercial? Oh, yeah, very good.
4: Yeah. Your hey, kid me and Joe Green, you want a Coke?
3: Yeah. Google that one as well, kids. Yeah. And a Coke and a smile. And... No, that was Matty Murphy raw. Never mind. Can't oh. say that on the air. Get in trouble. Um, if this happens, I'm. I'm just. I, I can't do it. I just can't. 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 Don't get cute. No. The Chiefs have been known at times. We've accused them of being too cute. Yes. Regular season, right? cute it
4: up all you want.
3: Especially short yardage situations. Uh, well, that's, uh... well, let's not mess around. Just. Get first down.
4: What if we got first and goal from the one? Move. How many times is it oh, going to take geez, to get in? Just
3: well, no. Are they going to throw it on the first play? Um, <laughs> yeah. Just run the ball, right? Don't get cute. Don't interception do in the end zone. Look, we've seen we've seen the Chiefs get. You know, there's a there's a fine line between cute and creative as well. Like uh, the Rose Bowl play, right? We loved it. It worked though too. Right, right, right. It worked. Yeah, you can say ring around the Rosie was cool. It got a penalty. It didn't even count. Mm-hmm. Like that, that play didn't count. Right, that's right. Nobody remembers remember yeah. that. They 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 still show the play and the end result. Then they don't, you know, show the flag that's on the field and the play got called back. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them have been, I think, less cute, more effective. I'll say the the underhand inside pass that they run for the little mm-hmm. short yardage thing. That became pretty hard to stop. They executed really well, and they they did really it well. It still scares the right? hell out of me though, because there's so much traffic and stuff going on in there. You know? There is, but they they seemingly had had weeded all that out, and most of the time it was, it was just fine. It was effective for a while.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Peter Schrager of NFL Network, Chiefs honk, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> He's asking for more. I don't want to see this more.
5: There's always been this one white whale. Know what a white whale is. It's the one that we've heard about. And we've heard about it in dark alleys at the Combine. And you hear about it on at the Senior Bowl in Mobile in late nights. Or you hear about it in Kansas City watering holes. It's the Patrick Mahomes behind the back pass. Let's go, Peter. Uh-huh. People have claimed to have seen it. Apparently it's been done in practice. It is in his bag of tricks. It is a behind the back pass that is yet to be executed in Good. an NFL game. Good. Keep it that way. We've never seen it. We've never seen it attempted. We've never seen it completed. Don't need to. And yet we know it exists. So many Chiefs people have told me that this guy can complete a behind-the-back pass. And not a flip of a pass. A 20-yard behind-the-back pass like he's Jason Williams hitting uh, Doug Christie on the break in the Sacramento Kings in the early 2000s. Great pull. So, Patrick, what better time than now? Mm-mm, mm-mm. 115 million fans watching. I get you a bunch, a bunch of time. fans who might be new, who are just fans of the tortured poet herself. <laughs> They're all coming to see you in the Super Bowl. This is the game. This is the weekend. I am making one request. Patrick Mahomes, please drop the granddaddy of them all. <laughs> and like Christian Bale in The Prestige, Ooh. leave us forever breathless. Mahomes, I'm asking how hey, I maybe. am begging. Please unveil the the behind-the-back pass in Super Bowl 58. It is your greatest trick, and yet you have never attempted it. And now is the time. No, it's not. No, it's Absolutely not. not the time. No, not nope. the time at all. Could nope. be a
4: worse time for nope. it. Nope. You know? Nope. Nope. Here, here we are go. sounding like Carrington and Rob. I don't know. go
3: super conservative here. Oh, hey, Josh. I think it's a bad idea. Just win the game. Win the Score game. Score touchdowns, win the game. Don't be messing around.
4: You know, if you lose the game and you do behind the back pass, everybody's going to be talking about how stupid it was to do behind the back pass. Yeah. So don't don't even I, give I, that I to I yourself. Love, right? I love
3: a great highlight. It's, it's fun. It's, it's right. awesome. Plus, we don't order these things up. Right. Really? That sounds borderline cocky. Right. Yeah. Like Peter Schrager saying, hey, hey, Patrick, do this trick. I mean, let's go out and throw it behind your back. I say no. I'm going to go old man on lawn in this one and say, do not do this. Right. Win the doggone game.
4: Just win the game. Have fun winning the game. And everybody will remember that you
3: won the game. You don't
4: have to have a trick to do you it.
3: Don't, no, just line up and, and play and win and Play I, like you've been playing in the postseason.
4: And as somebody texted in earlier, and I thought it was a really good text. They're like, this offense isn't capable of overcoming missed opportunities, right? And if that play doesn't work or it gets intercepted and then you got to overcome that, you don't want to have to do that in the Super Bowl. Put yourself in the position to be successful. And and to me, at this point in time, that particular play right there. Doesn't necessarily put you in the best spot to be successful unless you're up 14 with 30 seconds to go. Then go ahead and do it, right?
3: He said, what better time to do it? Two and a half times to do it in the preseason. Right. <laughs> what better time? Any other, yeah, any, other time? any other. Yeah, yeah that would be, be the safe yeah. answer. We but, got yeah. 17
4: regular say, season games.
3: You know, two and a half times in the preseason. I don't know how much you play in that third preseason game, but um, try it there. Yeah. Uh, if you want to... Continue to tweak AFC West rivals. Do it Fine. against the Raiders. Run one against the Raiders again. Yeah. Do it against Harbaugh, actually. That would be the best. You're you up big, big points, and you... Every wanna...
4: behind the back pass tells a story.
3: <laughs> you wanna...
4: Who's got it better than us? You well, wanna we wanna actually the Yeah, gym. you want
3: to... Welcome Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL. Right. Fine. Throw him behind the back pass. Right. Do not do it on Sunday. Please Please don't. Please do not. Because Please. You,
4: just, you don't want to put yourself in that situation. No. Would you rather have him throw to Kadarius Tony or do a back behind the back, uh, behind the back pass? Well, behind the back
3: pass. Of course. Yeah. At, but, yeah. uh. Yeah.
4: I'd rather have them literally do anything than throw it to Kadarius Tony. When's a better time to
3: throw to Kadarius Tony Never. than this Sunday? Yeah, that's exactly no, yeah, yeah. right. No, I'd yeah. rather than back pass it. If you're going to unleash
4: Kadarius Tony, what better no. time to do it than no, the Super no, Bowl? He's been no. so reliable over the last no. year. No. Has there been anybody more unreliable in sports over the last year than Kadarius Tony?
3: Bally's. I don't know. I don't I'm just... <laughs> The <laughs>
4: something out there. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, The answer's no, Joe. Oh, no. Yes. Okay,
3: no. Please, I don't want to see this. Just don't.
4: Just. I want to read a text that we just got in that I think sometimes we forget about from the 816. Four Super Bowls in the last five years, bro. I'm still just like WTF. Greatness, boys. That's the text that I love the most this week because that dude's putting it like into perspective still and going, we're back in the Super Bowl. I know like, you. It seems to me like sometimes we're starting to take this for granted a little bit. You can't. You can't. Yeah. We're talking about behind the back passes here because it's like, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl every year. They got it out. No, this is like, pretend this is your only opportunity, right? right? Yes,
3: yes, yes. Don't
4: mess it up. No.
3: No. It has become that a little bit, though. I know you're like, well, back the back at the first Super Bowl they play, <laughs> Like, it's just, well, uh, for example, back in the, uh, the the first matchup with San Francisco and then right. uh, heading into the second matchup, it's like, my goodness. Yeah. It, is, it is pretty stupid. Uh, speaking of uh, pretty stupid, uh, the bar, I think, a little bit for Brock Purdy. Pretty stupid. He's facing <laughs> off against Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. Well, are people comparing not
4: him to Mahomes Not really yet?
3: fair, right? Yeah. I think we're finding out it's not really fair to compare anybody to Patrick Mahomes at this stage of the game. Um, Damon Bruce, longtime host in San Francisco, uh, now does his show on YouTube. Uh, Damon Bruce Plus joined us earlier in the show today with a little scout on the Niners and says Purdy is good. Mm, just not 15 is he patrick mahomes no no one is you know that's the thing patrick mahomes is solely responsible other than terrible talk show hosts having way too high of
2: platforms in network television uh patrick mahomes is solely responsible for breaking the brains of football fans everyone thinks that they can get their patrick mahomes
4: that's not what generational talent means. Generational talent means you don't see one of these but for every, like, 10 to 15 years. That's who Patrick Mahomes is.
2: And he had such instant success that everyone wants Patrick Mahomes,
6: week one, rookie year, show it to me now, or it's not you.
3: Yeah, if there's, if there's someone I do feel bad for... When the Niners lose, it will be Brock Purdy because because
4: well, people will write him off. Then yeah, yeah he's yeah, got
3: yeah. he's got
4: he's Cinderella right now running towards that pumpkin. Right? I mean, he's yeah. got
3: the chance to to be in a different category or for validation of she told you the guy can't Like ugh, terrible spot. And then but then the bars become stupid for everybody. Like, every offseason quarterback list this year should, again, start at two. Right. We've jokingly said this in the past, but now it does. It does. Now it does. He There's ran no. through everybody in the postseason. Joe On Burrow, the road. Joe Burrow's the only one in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's coming off injury. And he didn't even play this year. Like, he took the year off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he couldn't even, couldn't even stick around couldn't for even it. Couldn't even stick around. Back it up. But all the AFC people, pfft, take a step back. That's the other interesting one of this one for this particular super bowl we've been discussing a lot legacy this week and what have you and i never thought about it till till someone brought it up today was i mean he's he's got the ultimate stiff arm i mean i know we're playing the catch brady thing mm-hmm. but he's got the ultimate stiff arm on the rest of the afc quarterbacks yeah there's like, no
4: comparison yeah like if
3: he gets 3 you ain't catching him. Burrow's the only guy who's actually been to been to one. Right. Yeah. Burrow's not catching him. Allen's not catching him. Lamar's not catching him. Like three is gonna be unattainable for any of this kind of peer group. Yeah. Right. Oh well, yeah. Because you still got to go through Mahomes, and he's twenty seven years old or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Right? So he ain't going anywhere. Could you imagine if he gets three and none of those guys even one guy has sniffed one? Yeah. And the others haven't even gotten close and been knocked out by you? Yeah. I mean, the rest of the AFC quarterbacks
4: uh, are in trouble. You're you're screwed, man. A couple of texts I want to read as we get ready to, sh- to close out today, Josh, from the 9-1-3. Why shouldn't we hold every QB to my home standard? Because it's not realistic. No, it's just not. It's not realistic. It's just Stop silly. trying to do it. It's not realistic. And then from the eight one six, I would rather have Shaq have to make two free throws to tie game seven in the finals than throw the ball <laughs> at Tony in the Super Bowl. That from Joe and Gladstone. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking, Joe. <laughs>
3: Oh gosh! Uh, no, it's just—it's just—it's just unfair. You shouldn't do this to the quarterbacks. No, Brock it, Purdy it, or anybody it's, else. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because he—he is—he is in a realm by himself. And when he wins on Sunday, right? Woo-hoo, rarefied air. Even the biggest doubters won't be able to. Only had a down year. Okay, another another title. Another so, title.
4: Let me ask you this. Are the Chiefs going to win this game on Sunday? Yes. Not if they're going to win this game. By how much are the Chiefs going to win this game I think it's close.
3: I think it's close. 75-0. Oh, you're up to 75 now. Might as well. Wow. Wow. No, I think close. I think close.
4: From the text line, that was from Joey Gladstone. Wow. (laughs) Whoa.
3: (laughs) Whoa. If you missed any of the show today, Nate Taylor at The Athletic dropped by. Carrington was on with us today as well. Uh, Damon Bruce from San Francisco, Alex Gold on his golden locks, Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio, and all the goofy stuff we did in between. You can check it out anytime, 610sports.com, or the Odyssey app. Speaking of Cody and Gold, they're live in Vegas next. Talk to you later.